Welcome, beautiful people. I'm your host, Lenny Harold, and you are now listening to Cosmic Radio. Welcome, beautiful people. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Cosmic Radio. Thank you so much for being here, taking this moment to be with me. You already know what it is. You know how we're going to do. We're just going to jump right into the thangity thang thang thang. All right. So, excuse me. So today we are going to jump back into something I kind of touched on in like the first episode here um, about storytelling. Um, You know, I'm all about creativity here and trying to, uh, you know, um, level up ourselves as much as possible. Um, and right now there's something that, that I'm noticing that a lot of people are noticing, not just me, um, when it comes down to just storytelling and how we are representing, um, the mass, the different amounts of people that are, that are on this planet. Um, and that's from, from sex to race to whatever. This has been... I'll just I'll just give you an example. I am I I'm 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 torn right now and I'm exhausted. Um and I have not been inspired by certain shows at all as of late because if it is it's something that's going to give you more quote unquote woke Hollywood. And the way that they are going about this is just really terrible. And I and I think in the beginning, what we all wanted to see was just more faces that looked like us in um, complex roles and in, and in roles that had more depth, you know, and not just, you know, you constantly cast the black folks as the gangsters and you constantly um, um, cast the Arab folks as the terrorist. And, you you know, we were looking for, we were looking for depth because not everybody are is is that type of person, um, and so we began to get that. But in the process of it, everybody is writing out and saying their emotions in this this way that is just not creative. I'll give you an example. It's around the holidays right now, and. I, my partner and I, we watch a bunch of Christmas movies around this time and it's a big thing with us. Um, and he particularly cares for, um, the Santa Claus movies. And over time, I like the Santa Claus movies now. So on Disney, they are doing this, um, Santa Claus TV show. I'm I'm guessing to just kind of wrap up the story and everybody's doing these things where they are revamping old stories to kind of fix where those old stories are quote unquote problematic instead of just leaving that as something that was in that particular time zone you have to think of the era of what society was in yes were those things not okay a lot of those things yeah but for the sake of the story did they work yeah and this is where i have this like this line that's drawn and when it comes to things that are real life Yes, we need to be sensitive to people. We need to empathize with people. Um, There needs to be room for that. Um, 
And, but even that can be taken to a whole nother level too, as well, to where we're so meticulous about making sure that no one's disrespected, that we don't even know how to live our lives anymore. Everything is walking on eggshells. You, you, you're going to offend somebody regardless, regardless. Um, we are not all mind readers. Um, this is not, you, you know what I mean? Like this is, I'm going off on a tangent. Let me circle back. All right. So before we go ahead, spoilers, I'm watching the Santa Claus movies and Mrs. Claus is having this, uh, this dilemma of not being, um, heard she's not being seen um and she doesn't feel like her role in the north pole carries weight and for me i'm watching this and i hate the way that this might come across and how it may sound but i need you guys when you guys listen to this i need you to be open-minded with what i'm about to say and how i'm about to say it because again, this is where a lot of our problems lie. When we hear something, we hang on the one thing that causes us a problem instead of listening to what that person has to say to the very end, because they may fix that problem that you were hanging on in the next few sentences or even the following sentence. But as soon as you begin to contemplate a response or reaction, I should say, to that thing that was problematic, you no longer hear that person at all. So I want you guys to really have an open mind. And for me, I'm, I'm, I'm listening to this script and she's talking about how she's not heard, how she feels like no one listens to her, how there is a problem about, um, there's a problem about uh, 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 how she's represented in the world, how she's just this, this, um, this this woman who sat to the side baking cookies and and disciplining reindeer or whatever um and then she goes on this journey trying to she goes acting around i shouldn't say journey really because it wasn't even in that much depth and it's only four episodes in so um and i don't know how many episodes it is it's probably like eight or something um or six um now when i think about it because it probably has to end around christmas so but um um so she's go she 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 starts asking questions about who were the other Mrs. Clauses beforehand and the head elf is saying that she can't you know she can't explain that or um or what have you and i was just like she's going through all of this and and she's she makes these little comments about how um she has no role and i'm going and i'm watching it and i'm going i I just want to be happy and I just want to have this joyous occasion. Like I want to celebrate the holidays without having to worry about how Mrs. Claus is not represented when they could have written that script in a completely different way. And this is what I'm saying when I'm, when I'm saying that we are like this need to be woke and represent has gone has has been sacrificing storytelling and instead of just building her up as this character that is represented because prior to her becoming mrs claus she was a principal so why couldn't it have been like a story of 
Mrs. Claus is now the head of HR. I'm just pulling something out of the sky. She's the head of HR and she's handling all the things that I don't know, like, like Santa can't handle um, or is reluctant to handle or doesn't want to handle, you know what I mean? Um, and she has this really great compassion with the elves because this is somewhat what she's done already. You know what I mean? So she takes this place and, and she's moving in that. But then she realizes, now here's the complexity. This is now giving that character complexity that she's not utilized because she can't really teach at the North Pole because there's nothing to teach. All of them just, the, all the elves do is build toys. They're happy. You know what I mean? There's not much to learn per se. And then that's where the complexity could have been, where she felt like in herself, there's there she needed more you know what i mean um that would have i would have felt that a whole lot more um and again i'm just one person um and somebody else may have felt that you know what i mean and in, in in this fictional world that it was important that mrs claus was written in a particular way and um so it was clear I just, I don't know. And it's, and it's bothering me. And I don't like when we jump across being creative to just say what the problem is. Like, I want to be pulled into the emotion of the character. I want to understand the complexity, like give me more depth, give me more depth. And it's still an injustice to the character. If you're trying to represent women in a different fashion, it's still saying, so You've been in the North Pole for 30 years and you just and you want to just give up now because you don't feel like you're represented, but you did nothing to try to push change while you were there and you're Mrs. Claus. You're Mrs. Claus. You're you're Santa's wife. You are the first lady of the North Pole. And it's not like the rules are like kingdoms and governments and all kinds of other things like that. Like you can say that you're going to change something. So you just sat there and that's supposed to represent women in a good light. You see where I'm going with this? I just, I, I don't... Like, and that would have, I feel like, inspired some woman that's sitting on the couch watching this show with her children, and she might be going through something that's a little low and um, might be having that phase in her life. And then she sees this character building all of this change and building this empire with what she was given and um, making changes within a structure that was that was already structured, but she saw a lack. She saw a point where there wasn't any representation, so she created one. But then she wants she still wants more. She feels like she can she needs to utilize the gift in her. You know what I mean? As opposed to just kind of laying on the surface. Now we're getting we're getting somewhere. And that could have inspired somebody. But instead, you you guys at the round table and in the writer's room you decided to make her just sit back in the background and be happy with that. Like I, I don't, but yet they call on her when 
you know, something's going on with, with Santa during, on Christmas when, you know, on Christmas Eve, when he's trying to delay stuff, like she's the next one in charge. She's the next one to handle. Like, you know, they're like, oh, we got to bring in, we got to bring in Mrs. Claw. Like, so you have power, you have power. And I know that this is a fictional story and, but this is, this is what's going on with, with storytelling right now. Like I can get, oh my God, I can get into Marvel. I can get into a bunch of different things. I can get into a lot of different things, but I'm just using that as an example. Um, and then when we get into like, I'm watching Wednesday while well, I just finished Wednesday, not too long ago. I absolutely, I actually loved it. Um, um, I love the character of Wednesday. I love the Adams family. Uh, my last name is Adams. So, you know, my father and my family, we love the Adams family because, you know, we all felt odd and that's, you know what I mean? That was great. So, yeah. So I'm watching it. And at first, by the first episode, I was like, eh, cause you know, I grew up on the originals, black and whites and, um, and the movies. And I'm like, Christina Ricci, like she really played Wednesday. Like, you know what I mean? So like, that's in my head. So, um, by the first episode, I'm like, ah, I'm like, just delete what, you know, delete what, you know, they're just taking a different take. They're taking a different take and it's Tim Burton. So, you know what I mean? You like Tim Burton. So, um, so the first episode I was like, I don't know. Cause I was still holding on to what I already have experienced. And then I had to tell my own self, I had to tell myself and be like, you know, look, listen, um, give it a chance. Um, sorry, like my phone must've thought I was calling it. Um, and I was like, no, give it a chance, delete what you know, and give it a chance. You don't know if you're going to like something, if you're constantly comparing it to something else. And these are these little checks that I give. And you know, that this is, we're all about development here and and getting to a, a better place. And, um, so I, I I was checking myself a little bit and I was like, okay, look, all right, cool. I'm going to get into the second episode. By the end of the first episode, I was like, okay, I'm a little curious. I get to the second episode, fall in love with the character, fall in love with the actress. I forget her name. Um, so please forgive me. I fell in love with the actress playing her. And I was like, okay, I like this. I like this. Um, there were little moments that, you know, just from a creative uh, uh, perspective, like, you know, neither here nor there. I got like three notes, but it, it, but that's just the creative in me because I'm learning and I'm balancing, you know, hmm, why did they make that choice? And I'm trying to analyze the why or, or figure out why they made those particular choices or what were they trying to give to this particular character to um, give them more depth. And the thing about Wednesday, and there's been a lot of people complaining about, again, this is another script that's woke Hollywood. But if you know the Adams family, you already know that Wednesday is like one of the most super woke characters and she's been woke before woke was a thing. You know what I mean? Um, and she was always the one to be like, just to cause mischief, but um, at the defense of other people and seeing the problematicness in our, in our systems and in our governments and in our, you know what I mean? And in the agendas and blah, 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 blah. And so she sees this. So from her character, I bypassed all of that. Like I didn't even see that because that's what I know of the character. Now, somebody who may not know the character could be like, oh my God, this is a lot. Um, but it really wasn't the way it was played. She's one of these people that are super reserved. She's super sure, but yet she's, she's super bored because she knows so much. Her IQ is high. She's, 
you know, she's just like, all right, I need to do something. And so mischief becomes her thing. Um, and so, um, people were also getting, you know, uh, a little in ways because there is a black female character that is, um, that is, uh, the school popular girl. Um, and I mean, this, this young woman is absolutely gorgeous. She's dark skin and has full lips. And like, she has this buzz cut and she's absolutely gorgeous. And people are complaining about the fact that she's the popular girl. So, you know, with the popular girls, we all know this, like there's a little bit of a bully that's, we've all grown up in school. We know that whoever is the popular girl, whatever, whatever school you go to, she got a little, she a little sassy. She a little, she going to check. She going to do some unnecessary bullshit because that's just because people have put her up on a pedestal. So we know, or put him up on a pedestal. So we know, so they, it's just. It's the typical storyline. And people have been getting mad about the fact that there is this beautiful young black woman who is the most, is the, is the popular girl. She is the smartest. She is the one to outwit in this school because she is the, she's, she's the level everybody's trying to meet. Mind you, she has a brush cut, brush cut full lips and she is dark skin and beautiful, but yet we're going to bypass that because everybody's upset at the fact that she's a bully. Like she's kind of, she's, she's low key, low key bullying Wednesday. But then she says a line later on in the, in the series where she goes, where she thinks that Wednesday is better than everybody else. She goes, I can't stand her because Wednesday thinks that she's better than everyone else. And so this is the reason why she goes hard when it comes down to Wednesday, because at the end of the day, she's trying to keep her spot. So she's not really a bully, but you, and then, you know, uh, spoilers, um, you know, her mom is somebody who's, uh, you know, she, she swindles, she hustles, you know, she, she uses her abilities to um, gain opportunity you know what I mean? And I'll just keep it there. I won't say too much at that. And so people were like, why does she have to come from a family that's like this and blah, 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 blah. But if you continue to watch the show, the young woman, the young black woman that's in the show, she's trying to break away from it. She doesn't want to be a part of that particular mindset. You know what I mean? It was the reason why she ran off to this school anyway. You know what I mean? To gain her own opportunity and trying to change her, her, her journey. You know what I mean? Like, but we get so caught up and again, it goes, it circles right back to not listening and we're not observing and we're not watching. There's certain things that have been answered. Um, I saw the other day that somebody had commented to one of the PR people of the show, of like of the show of the show and was asking like, why is this, you know, we need to ask like Tim, what? Why are you making this young black woman the bully? And why does she have to come from all of this? And they were like, we don't feel the need to respond back to this. Like, because are you serious? Like y'all just gonna pull apart everything? Because at this point and for the sake of all things creative, can we stop having an opinion about absolutely everything and pulling apart absolutely everything? 
because in a minute, we're not going to be able to do anything. And we're wondering why the shows that we're watching are not good. There's more complaints online about how something isn't good because we're so busy trying to appease everyone that we're killing the story. And then when we do get the story and it does happen to be something good, but it just might be something that's just kind of bent or lean just a little bit, we will focus on that one thing and start pulling it apart. Now, those particular people are now out of a job that wrote a beautiful story, but because you hung up on one thing, now we can't have part two to that. We can't get any more of that experience. And now you've just continued to mold this industry to try to appease this, this majority. And we can't tell a story anymore because somebody's going to get offended because somebody's going to get offended. Like this is, it's, it doesn't make sense to me, but this is the reality that we live in. The world is way more complex. There's way more colors out here than things just being black and white. There's a gray area. There's a blue area. There's, there's a red area. There's a yellow area. And then we start blending colors and stuff like that. There's a, you know, there's a green area that we start blending colors. I was about to cuss. We start blending colors and we start getting an array of all kinds of different things. There's more colors out here for us to experience. But if we're able to tell stories in a way that is magical that is causing us to feel that per person's pain when was the last time you actually cried at a movie or you got choked up just a little bit or you're like oh my god that's intense there are some of these movies that are out here that are really insanely beautiful and not paying attention to any of the must-have list that seems to be in hollywood right now but how much longer before they can even continue to be creative like that? Before that they are now given the list of things that they have to make sure that they put into their movies or, or into their TV shows or even into their books. This is, this is getting crazy. This is getting crazy. Um, and I'm, and I'm concerned. And again, this is such a blurred line because at the at one point yeah you want to do right by people and at another point when do we decide it's too far and when do we decide also that everybody has this very very thin coat of skin that we can't endure like we don't know the difference between entertainment and real life and i understand entertainment can uh influence real life but a lot of times this is what we're reflecting and then one can say well the times are reflecting exactly this all the entertainment sorry for the truck that's going by um but all of entertainment right now is representing all of what's happening in the real world because everybody is offended everybody is trying to correct somebody about how this isn't politically correct but then <laughs> In a minute, there's going to have to be a lesson on this. There's going to be somebody that's going to have to sell a course instead of us not being so like caught up on words and just being able to empathize with one another. The whole point of clarifying that something is offensive is the fact that 
you're really at the core of it saying that you're not empathizing with me. You're not compassionate. You're not taking a moment to care. And this is where we get down to the core of it. And, and, I, and again, I'm really fearful because I feel like we're going to get to a point where we're not going to be able to tell stories anymore. And just like years ago, I remember when people were suing people for like the most ridiculous things. Um, and I said, we're going to get to a point where we're not going to be able to do anything. And this is where we're, we're, we're getting to. We're getting to this point in our society where we're not going to be able to do anything. And there's going to be a limit on creativity. There's going to be certain things that you say. Um, I found myself writing a song where I was, where I was going in a little bit. And this was, I was a little angry. So I was going in and then I started, I got into the second verse and I was like, oh, I can't write that feeling because that might offend somebody. But that feeling is honest to myself. So now my art gets sacrificed because now in my back of my head, I'm going, that might offend someone. When, where do, where do I draw the line? So this way I can express myself the way I need to, so I can connect with people because there's somebody that's out there that feels like they can't say what they need to say because it might be offensive to somebody and somebody might just be gaining understanding and they don't know how else to say something. People don't know exactly what to Google. People don't have the time or even think about it. And that's a whole other thing. You know what I mean? We need to be conversing with people on how to, and that's where empathy comes into place. If someone doesn't know, I hate this brush off where people go, well, you know, education is right there at your fingertips. You can Google whatever. No, this is an opportunity to converse with somebody because the moment somebody can experience your pain or, or your struggle, this is storytelling. This is storytelling. This is what helps us understand. We grew up on stories to help us understand values and morales and all kinds of other things. We have a story of Pinocchio to teach us not to lie. You know what I mean? We have stories out there to teach us uh, to be compassionate. We have stories about dreaming. We have stories about um, being the best that we can be. We have all of these stories that are out here that are built to teach us something, to gain, to, to allow us to understand the emotion behind the thing that we're trying to inspire. I don't know. I just, I think we're going about this all wrong. I think we're going about this all wrong. We want to be represented, yes, but not at the sake of storytelling. Yes, give us more faces. Give us different types of people because this world is different types of people. That's where it stops. Now let's tell these emotional stories so now we can connect to somebody. You have a, 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 a man who's in charge of a Fortune 500 company somewhere who can't stand women somewhere. And this is just, I'm pulling this out of the sky right now. He may be watching, he might sit down and watch a movie and somebody's going through the pain of, you know, there's a female character that's online and uh, that's on the screen and she's like, she's going through 
all of these things and 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 he sees a different perspective of something that he never may have thought of how now him ignoring her value and her worth is now affecting how she is at home which now affects her children which now affects how her children go out into the world he might not even be thinking that far ahead but if we tell a story that now depicts that emotion we have the opportunity to inspire somebody to open their thinking. But the more we just, just say it like, uh, you know, you're not going to do this because, you know, like these, these scripts, because, you know, because a woman can do it better, you know, or, or you know, like these things where there's no emotion behind that. Yeah. I, I don't feel like, and yes, it can be cheeky, but there's no emotion behind it. Oh my God. I feel like I'm crying out. Um, because it just doesn't help a storyline. It doesn't help a storyline. It shows that you're meeting arrogance with arrogance and that, that doesn't inspire change that inspires competition. And that's a whole other story. I'm not even going to jump there, but um, because I, I just don't like how society pits men and women together and in this race of whatever, this could have been handled so differently. And this is what frustrates me about media. This is what frustrates me about social media networks and, and, um, and all kinds of other stuff, but I'm going to stop this here. And I, and I, and I honestly just hope that this inspires a creative that might be creating a play or a script or, you know, um, a book or writing a comic book story, whatever it is, writing a song, whatever it is, get creative, get creative, get creative with how to tell your perspective or your viewpoint or your story. Don't just make it so surface that it's just because right now we are so hit on top of the head with the same thing, same thing, same thing, same thing, same thing, that it's not helping. It's causing people to ignore and it's causing people to get tired. And this moment that they start getting tired, they start gaining, uh, building an animosity. And once that animosity comes, it starts to be expressed in all kinds of ways. And now the very thing that you're trying to enforce, which is change, you start enforcing a little bit of hate. Um, yeah. So I'm going to stop here. I'm going to stop here. Um, I have a bunch of other examples, but I'm going to stop here. I didn't write no notes. This was just something that was super on my heart and just don't forsake your story. Everybody's story is going to be offensive to somebody. It is. Everybody's story is going to be offensive to somebody. I know my own very story might be offensive to someone, but it, it's, it's my story and I have to tell it at some point. Um, but if you listen to the end, you might learn something. You might gain something. You might win a different perspective. So on that note, I am going to close because I feel like I'm beating a dead horse. Um, but again, I, I hope you guys can understand exactly where I'm coming from. Um, and I hope you guys can relate. Um, and I, I hope that we can stop being so picky and, and find our wins. Because if we don't, if we're not aware of our wins, if we don't celebrate the wins, um, they get taken for granted. And then once somebody who's trying to enforce change feels like they're not even satisfied, then they'll just stop. 
then they'll just stop. And we want to continue to be represented where there was lack. And we need to be grateful for the opportunities that have been given thus far for whatever, because you, at the end of the day, you have to, we're fighting to change the minds of people. The minds of people are the people that created the systems. So in order to change the systems, you got to change the minds of the people that create the systems or control the systems. I just, I, I want this planet to just start thinking a little bigger and maybe not even this planet. I need the U S to just start thinking just, uh, okay. All right. So <laughs> thank you for tuning in. Thank you for spending this time with me as I guess, I guess this was events. I think I, I went through a Kanye moment right now. I just, I don't know. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> All right, you guys. Well, that concludes everything. Um, remember to move in love, share your light, and be on purpose. Go out and hug somebody. <laughs>